And that hobo with a Southern Twang show is back. Coming to you something like live out of San Antonio, a 210. I'm the host, Joe Madness. Now it's gonna be a big show, right? Huge. That motherfucker is gonna be so big. Ain't even know what the fuck hit you in the face. <laughs> Alright, so first thing, right off the bat, coming out swinging. So there's been a fucking rat that's been living in the kitchen for weeks now, right? This some bitch finally got caught. Finally. So I was chilling in the room. Heard some noise. Heard a rustling coming from the kitchen. <laughs> and we have a little cat in the house, right? We have a big cat, but I mean, you know, he, he's never around. He's out, you know, side and running around the neighborhood. You know, doing what, whatever cats do. So the little cat was in like stalker mode, right? I saw it crouch down. He was looking toward the general direction of the rat. You know, the rat king was chilling in the house, right? So I didn't, I didn't know where he was at. But then I walked away for a second. And then when I came back, he had smacked his way and hopped around on this sticky trap that I had laid down a couple weeks ago. Now, it seemed like the first time that the rat came across these little sticky traps, like he just kind of picked them up and put them on, you know, out of, out of the way, right? So I was like, you know what, man? These aren't gonna work. You know, I just got through seeing that fucking, that episode of Rats, right? That documentary on rats on Netflix. That's, that's why I started watching that. You know, I'd heard it on the other podcast, like I told you guys, but. You know, when I saw it in the kitchen one day. You know, that's, that's when I watched it. Cause I was like, you know what? I need to know what's up with these little dudes, right? Like. What are their tendencies? What are their wants and needs? Right? That way you can know how to fuck them up. So, after I watched that episode, I mean the documentary, you know, I, I recorded the episode. And I think that same night, I think, uh, I think I'd gone in the kitchen, you know, I told my roommate, you know, what was going on, you know, and she said she had some some sticky traps so I grabbed them you know and I strategically placed them down and then I noticed like the next day or two like they were just kind of like moved out of the way you know and I was in a cab because if the cat would have put its paw on there I mean it would have been stuck to it obviously right well, I don't know. I don't know if the fucking the rat picked it up and he was like fuck this shit you know the rat king and then he just kind of like fucking moved it out the way or something. I mean, I don't know. To be honestly, 
like to be honest with you um i don't remember exactly where they were at after they were kind of like moved out of the way you know because i hadn't really been paying too much attention to it like i've seen that little motherfucker in and out here and there right like you the little fucker was crazy Like, picture like Ratatouille, but with bigger ears, kind of like Dumbo, and then like a big-ass tail, a big head, a fat body. Like, these little fuckers do not need that much space. They need about, like, I want to say at least half an inch to maybe three-quarters of an inch to get in between spaces. So, this one time, I seen a little fucker, like, he was peeking from, from the, the stove, like, see if I can describe this. So, the top of the stove, you know, it's got the little top, and then it's, uh, it's kind of like sitting on top of it, right? On the rest of the stove, there's this little stove top, I guess you can call it, and then... Now, it's not like the, the where the burners are at. It's like higher up in the back, right? Like, you know, it's got that little lip. So, there's a little space in between where it sits on top of this, the actual stove. There's a little space in between. I saw that little fucker peeking in and out of there a few times. So, that happened. And... So, just going back to the story... Today, like even for everything, like my, my roommate had just left, you know, she, uh, she went with her kids to go shopping or something. And then like I was walking around the kitchen, right? And then, uh, I heard it and I looked back and there it was on the counter somewhere right in the back. And I was like, Oh shit. You know? And then I had like, Walked around behind the fridge and try to look, you know, so I was peeking, you know, trying to see if I could spot it, see where it was going, see where it was headed, right? So I, I didn't see it. So <clears throat> I ended up going to the room and I was doing something and then I heard this noise. Like, there was a bunch of noise, like some shit was going down, right? So, I fucking, I walked to the kitchen, and I saw he stuck to the trap. And then the cat was just kind of like staring at it, right? So, it had got stuck on the glue trap, you know, and then it was just kind of like bouncing around, trying to get off, right? Which wasn't happening. So... I was just kind of staring at it. I took a picture of it. You know, I sent it to my roommate and I was like, yeah, I finally got it. You know? <laughs> so I, I ended up getting this spray bottle I had. It was, uh, it was filled with, uh, with alcohol. Like, you know, that, that fucking rubbing alcohol shit. But this one's like the, the high potent stuff. Like they sell some stuff that's like 90% or something like that. And I had bought it a long time ago when I lived in uh, my studio apartment. Because I had got these couches and I was like fucking doushing the shit with fucking, 
you know, alcohol, right? Because this was after I cleaned it, and then I was, like, putting alcohol on it. So I still had the bottle. I put it out. I brought it out. And then I sprayed it in the face, right? I was like, I'm going to try to kill it. And I don't know why, I don't know why I thought that. I was like, if I spray it with this alcohol, it's going to die. Like, that's, that's what I was thinking in my head. Like, I don't know why I was thinking that. Like, obviously, like, you spray something with alcohol, I mean, it's not going to die. Now I know that. But you know what? You know what? At the time, I didn't know that. But anyways, so it's stuck to this trap. Like, it's all of its limbs are stuck to the trap. And then he finally gave up on life. And then, you know, he he put his head down and he was like, oh, shit. Now his head was stuck to the fucking trap. So I went in there and I fucking sprayed it in the face. And it was like, ah, you know, like it was making these weird noises. And like it was like, ah, I just got sprayed with alcohol. Oh, fuck my life, you know. And he can't fucking rub his face or nothing because, you know, he's stuck, right? So I was like, oh, man, maybe he need to spray it again. So I sprayed it again, and then, yeah, he was like, man, I hate my life. You know, that's that's what the look he had on his face. You know, like, he was, like, hating life at that moment in time. So I was like, you know what? It's kind of fucked up. I thought it was going to die, so it didn't die. <sighs> so I felt kind of bad, you guys. So what I did after that, you know, I I got a paper towel. And I put it over it, you know. I put it, put it over the, the rat. And then uh, I got this like, this little, I don't, I don't know what it's called. It's like a piece of wood that belonged to this bed, and you know the bed never, never got put together for some reason. And I had this stick that I was like, you know what? As soon as I come in contact with that little fucker. I'm going to smack it in the head with this, right? So, today was the day. So, I put the paper towel over the body, right? And then, I proceeded to whack the fuck out of it. So, yeah, I mean, you got to do that, though, because then the, the blood and shit goes everywhere, you know? Like, if you, if you see the... Um, the picture of the podcast. It's actually a mouse that that I found outside. And I whacked over the head. So. Nope. I'm lying. That was another mouse. But you can actually see that Instagram mouse. On my Instagram. Hobo210. I have a, a video of, it, of the cat. Catching it. And then he had it in his mouth. And then he put it down on the ground. And the the little mouse was acting like he was he was dead or something. And then he wasn't moving, he was just kinda laying there lifeless. And the cat was just kinda looking at him. I was looking at him. All of a sudden he just sprung up to life. Like he came back from the fucking dead. And then he ran under the fucking house, like in one of the cracks, you know? And he was speaking his little head out, man. You know what? That might have actually been the same fucking mouse I caught. But yeah, all this you can see on Hobo210 Instagram. So going back to the mouse I actually killed, it's on my picture of the podcast, you know? Like when you actually uh, go to my podcast, there's a picture of this, this fucking mouse and it says I'm okay, right? His fucking brains are everywhere. 
But uh, I actually ended up trapping the mouse inside the house. And then um, there was this crutch <laughs> laying on the wall. I don't know why there was a crutch there, but there was one. I grabbed it. And when I went down with it, I actually caught it on top of the head. And his fucking brain you know, splattered everywhere. So that shit happened. And then, uh, yeah, I took a picture of it. Now it's my, uh, that's my podcast picture. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. As far as the rat, though, like I whacked the fuck out of it. And then uh, I didn't even hit it on the head. I just hit it on the body. I think it had a heart attack because it wasn't moving after that. So, yeah, just kind of scooped it up and then put it in a dumpster. So, yeah, that's my uh, long, drown-out story of the rat that has been tormenting the kitchen. So... Yeah, it was uh, it was a long journey coming up up until this point. I never thought we'd get to this. So it finally happened, you guys. Fuck, just so many weeks. Finally, killed the fucking rat king. So I tell you this to tell you another story, all right? So um, I don't know. I think it was uh, I think it might have been earlier in the week. Um, yeah, it might have been like after I recorded the episode, case number 41. <laughs> I don't know why, I don't, how do I come up with these fucking names? I love that fucking title, case number 41. Like, what does that mean? I don't fucking know. It just sounds awesome though. It could be like a title of a movie or a show. But... <clears throat> you know, I, I was talking to my roommate and she happened to be watching this show, you know, where oh she's always she's always watching these these fucking shows where people are dying. Like what was it called? The last forty eight hours or something like that, and then they got like people that are killing other people and they're talking about it, like real shit, you know. You know, I never got into that shit like law and order and stuff, but she doesn't watch those. She watches, like, the, the real stuff, you know? Which I don't even know which one's worse, but... This one caught my eye, though, because... They they were... These, these, uh, these kids, right? They were, like, texting each other. And... Obviously, one of them died, <laughs> right? Like, what, why else are they on the show if nobody died? So, this is what happened. This is just something crazy. Like, this is something that I've personally can claim to have done, you know, several times. Because, you know what? I mean, I mentioned this before. You know, I'm pretty fucking crazy. You know, and, uh,. I've struggled with anger issues, you know, when I was a kid. So, just kind of talk about this. This girl and this guy, these kids, you know, they were dating. 
and I'm assuming it's high school, I think. And I guess from what I understood, you know, there was a period of time where these these two were talking and the girl was trying to tell the guy kind of like Romeo and Juliet without Juliet dying, right? <laughs> if you really love me, you'll kill yourself, right? And he was like, what, really? You know, kind of thing. And She's like, oh, you'll love me so much. Just fucking die already. That's how much I want you to love me. You know, all you have to do is die. And then you'll show you love me forever. Which I was looking at this and I was like, wow. But they weren't actually talking like face to face. <clears throat> it was more like through text messaging. Like, I don't even know if these two were actually in the same zip code. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if she was in a different place or not. Like, I, I caught it when it was kind of like toward the end, right? But, anyways, uh, it seems like the guy was trying to go through it a couple times, and then he just kind of flaked out, and then, and then, I don't know, I think this went on for like a period of two years, you know, where they were having this messaging back and forth, and she's like, ugh, I'm tired of your shit, you know, like, if you really love me, just kill yourself, <laughs> I, I would have been like, what? So, let me get this straight, bitch, so... If I really care about you and love you, I'm gonna do what now? <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'm gonna kill myself to prove that I love you. So, how does this help the situation at all? Like, this motherfucker had no questions. I would've had at least 10, but no more than a million questions about what's going on at this fucking moment. So, apparently this guy tried to kill himself several times. For whatever reason, I guess he pushed out. And she was, uh... She was, like, telling him. She was like, I'm tired of your shit. Like, you keep lying. You keep putting it off. And just, just kill yourself already. You know? That's basically what she was saying to him. So, how is that love, though? That's kind of like a fucked up version of, you know, Romeo and Juliet. Because essentially, <clears throat> you know, I don't know if you remember the story or not. I mean, I kind of remember bits and pieces. But, for the most part, it was pretty much just like, oh, my family hates yours, your family hates mine. Hey, that's a great idea to get together and try to fucking be with one another, right? perfect opportunity like how could we didn't think of this sooner you know so at the end of the story they basically uh they both kill themselves for some reason you know and uh blue oyster cult ended up making a movie about i mean not a movie uh, a song about this don't fear the reaper one of the creepiest fucking songs of all time which a lot of people do suicide too so that happens all the time, right? <laughs> Anyways, just going back. Um, so, yeah, apparently this went on for a long period of time. And, you know, she was getting frustrated at him because he wouldn't do it. You know, or he tried to do it and then he pushed out. So, I think, uh, I think the last time it happened, 
the last time it happened, it was um, it was basically he was in a car. He was trying to see if I can say this right. I guess he was trying to trying to kill himself by way of you know the carbon monoxide, right? So. I don't know if he had a hose going into the window or or what. I mean, I don't know how you do this. I've kind of seen it on the TV and whatnot, but uh, but yeah, that's what happened. He was going through with it, and then all of a sudden he was like, "Oh, I'm dying!" So he gets out of the fucking car, and then yeah, he just you know. He was like, oh, I'm catching a breather before I actually go through with it. So, I don't know. some reason, he started texting her, and she was like, you fucking pussy. Like, get your ass back in the car and kill yourself, motherfucker, you know? So, he proceeded to get back in the car and kill himself. And then, yeah, I guess, I don't, I don't know if you would sit here and say that it was her fault. Like, like if somebody's telling you to do something, like kill yourself, and they don't actually do it for you or anything, they're just telling you to do it. <clears throat> I mean, I think that kind of goes back to like Darwinism, you know, survival of the fittest. You know, obviously this, in my opinion, this guy was a mentally weak person. You know, I don't know if you could help that. You know, I don't know if there's any help for that. You know, if somebody tells you to kill yourself and you go through with it. There's probably, there's probably a lot wrong. You know, in my opinion, there, I think there are mental issues that they can be dealt with or can be more or less helped. You know, if the person is willing to go through that type of grind because if you get help you know if you try to help your situation i mean you have to do it i mean nobody can do it for you that's my like dead honest opinion on that it's just like nobody can help you when it comes to issues with your own mind you know what i mean your own fucking self in the brain shit that you deal with in in your head I don't think anybody is like anybody else, you know, to sit here and fucking say, oh, well, this this helped this other person. Let's do it with you, too, you know? Let's give you these pills. Let's give you those pills. They helped this person. Well, I don't know if you know this motherfucker, but I'm not, I'm not them, you know? That's the, uh, that's the biggest difference, right? So, I I think that there are some mental issues that can be helped, but that person has to. They have to be willing to go through the grind, you know? And it's a hell of a grind. It really is. It might be even easier just to fucking give up on life. It might. I mean, I don't know. But I think there are other mental issues that you can't help. You know, ask me which ones are which and I'll tell you to Google it because I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just... uh 
it's some unfortunately some people out there a lot of us deal with you know you gotta figure out for your for yourself whether your <clears throat> your issue your particular issue can be helped you know in this in this case i don't i don't think that it was anybody else's fault besides his own and the reason i say that is because i mean if it wasn't her tell him to kill himself and he came across somebody else that told him the same shit i mean who's to say he wouldn't do it at any other particular point in time you know like if you're that gullible if you're that fucking uh type of person that is easily influenced by others that's probably going to be the result of your life you know fortunately there's a lot of terrible people out there that want to see harm come to a lot of people so if you're easily influenced and you come across somebody like that tells you kill yourself and you're like all right you know what I mean? Like, whose fault is that really? I think it's his fault, though. You know, and the reason I say that... That, you know, I, I can kind of see the situation, you know, through my own eyes is because, you know, when I used to struggle with anger issues, you know, I used to fucking... I used to talk to people and I'd fucking just lose it. Like, I would just talk so much shit to them and tell them to kill themselves, tell them to do this, tell them to do that. And you know what? It wasn't even like, it wasn't even like um, really any ill will toward them. It was more like just me release, releasing a lot of negative energy, you know? And I know it doesn't make sense to anybody listening right now, but, you know, afterwards, after I said all this shit, you know, and kind of made my peace about whatever I told these people, then I just felt so much better inside. I felt like drained. I felt like all this negative this negativity was just released out of my soul, my body. And I just felt great, you know? I felt awesome after that. So, you know, that's happened many a times, you know? And um, <clears throat> I don't do that anymore, like, it's bad. I wanna say I got a pretty good handle over it, you know? Now that I'm not a kid anymore. And the thing I struggle with now is, like, especially if you're trying to get to know somebody you met online, and then you exchange numbers, or you're talking to them on Messenger or something like that, and you've never met them, for me, you know, inside of my head, it kind of feels like, it kind of feels like they're not real, you know what I mean? Like, I've never heard them, I've never seen them. I've never met them, right? Like, if you're texting somebody in, in my head, it kind of feels like you're talking to a robot. So, to me, robots aren't real. So, you say whatever you want to them. You know, until I can actually humanize that person that I'm talking to on the other end, on the other side, I just kind of see them as a robot, you know? And I... I was real bad about this, like, when I used to text people when I was younger. 
you know, because um, I would I would talk to these people online and then, you know, we, we would exchange numbers or, you know, talk on Messenger or something like that. And, you know, it just felt like I could say whatever the fuck I wanted to to them. You know, if I was feeling bad, I would just fucking un- unleash on them, you know, or just take out everything and anything I was feeling. Not even about them, but, <clears throat> you know, just just kind of like dealing with this anger that I had inside that I had no control over. You know, I, I would unleash it on on these people that I would talk to. And, and I would feel better. Like, I don't know them. You know what I mean? I don't know if they're real. I've never seen them. But it became harder for me to do that when I was able to humanize these people. You know, when when they went from, in my eyes, essentially being a robot to being a person. Then I, I couldn't do that anymore, you know? Because I saw them as people. You know, whereas before, you know, there was just kind of a robot. I mean, nobody cares about robots. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want to them. You can pee on them and nobody cares. So, yeah, that's why I can relate to this, this, this girl. Because, you know, I used to do the same thing. Now, what I didn't know was that you can get in trouble for it. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that just fucking baffled me when I saw that I was like really oh my gosh so let me tell you what happened um so after this guy died spoiler alert right um you know she she ended up getting charged um so she had to go to court and you know they were uh they were charging her with uh, involuntary manslaughter. So, I'm not really sure what that means, because I didn't Google it. <laughs> but I think it means that you had, you took part in somebody's death. I think that's what it means. But you didn't do it, like, firsthand. You know what I mean? It was kind of like third person or something. You know, you... You took part in it, but you didn't actually do it yourself, right? So, so much bullshit, you know, in the laws that you can be charged for something like that, you know? <clears throat> you know, she wasn't talking to this person face to face. She wasn't talking to them on the phone. They were communicating through text. And she was able to get this this guy the often self by reading text messages I mean if that's not gangster I don't know what is you know what I mean you know that's why I tell I tell everybody once you learn how to use your words you know words are more powerful than guns you know I mean you can you can change the world with words and ideas and you don't have to lift a fucking finger. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just talk. You don't need a fucking gun to do damage. You can do damage all on your own. <laughs> so, 
Point proven right there. She got somebody to kill themselves just by texting them. I mean, you're going to sit here and tell me that it's her fault that the guy died? You know, is it my fault that people see me as an influence, you know? Is it is it anybody's fault for being influential? Like, if you can influence a many of people and they, they do what you tell them to do, why is that... Why is that a crime for people to follow you and do shit that you tell them to do? You didn't make them do it. They did it on their own. You're telling me that that person cannot take ownership for their own actions. Like, come on. Fuck out of here. Like, I'm, I'm so passionate about this because, for one, I used to do it. You know? Second, I mean, like, how do you get in trouble for that? You didn't do anything. You don't control people. You don't, you can't make them do stuff. Like, you, you can't literally, like, get into that person and then control them, right? Like, what's amazing to me that a lot of you probably don't even think about, but I've thought about this several times, is, uh, like, sit in a chair, and then just kind of lift up your arm. Like, you could do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, how? How do you do that? Like, you can think about doing it, but, I mean, how do you pick it up? That's fucking crazy. And then you can move your fingers, and your legs, your head your eyes how are you able to do that like I don't know I think this is fucking more amazing than a cell phone you know more amazing than the car like I don't know if you guys have ever done this but I've sat around and fucking just moved my fingers and you know stuff and I just, I don't know, I found it amazing. I was like, how can we do this? This is fucking crazy, you know? And I've wholeheartedly thought if I ever, for some reason, was placed in a wheelchair because I could not move my fucking legs. Like, what's the point of living? Run me over, bus. Run me over, drunk driver. Run me over, airplane, or whatever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, what is the point of being alive? Ooh, disabilities you you know but anyways um so I was saying how do you get in trouble for this shit like you you can't get into somebody and then move them move their fucking hands and feet like you can move your own like that's not possible at least that I know of so if you tell somebody to do all this through words through text messages like how's that your fault that they kill themselves Like, I do not understand. But what ended up happening in this case, you know, um, all these people that were talking about it were like, yeah, she's an evil person. And, you know, she she killed this, this guy and she did. I was like, how the fuck did she do that? Like, 
Are there really people out there that would agree that she killed this guy? By telling him to do all this bad stuff? Like, I don't know. She might have... The conversation might have gone something like this, you know? I mean, I don't know what exactly was said. You know, I just kind of gave you like a little rundown of what I saw and interpreted in my own, my own head. But I would imagine, you know, the conversation went something like, you know, hey, um, why don't you get hit by a buzz? <laughs> why don't you hang yourself? Why don't you take rat poison? Why don't you stab your ch yourself in the chest? Why don't you stick your face in the toilet bowl and don't come back up till you're not moving anymore? You know what I'm saying? Like all this stuff. Like because you tell somebody to do this and if they don't do it, it means they don't love you. Like, for the most part, I mean, you got to be a mean, mentally weak person to, to fall for that. I mean, in, in all my years of influencing, <laughs> all my years of influencing people and getting them to do stuff and just, I don't know, tricking them into all sorts of shit and talking them into stuff. Talking them out of the panties. Talking them out of this, that. You know, just whatever, right? Whatever whatever it is. Um, I don't... I don't think you can... I don't think you can get there, sit there and get somebody to kill themselves. You know? I mean, I've never really tried. You know, but... At the end of the day... You're, you're not controlling them. Everybody's got free will to do what, whatever more or less they want, right? So, for them to sit there and charge her for the murder of this guy and call it involuntarily, involuntary manslaughter, you know, I, I just think it's fucking bullshit. Like, let's be real here. The guy killed himself. It's suicide. You know, just because you found some text messages saying, oh, you should do it. You know, all of a sudden, oh, I'm the bad person. Like, come on, this person already wanted to kill themselves, you know? I mean, in my opinion, you can kind of relate it to the guy wanting to jump off the bridge, you know? If I walk by and I see this person... And they're like, oh, I want to kill myself. I'm going to jump off the bridge. We're like, fuck it, do it, man. Am I going to jail for that? Am I going to get charged for murder? Like, that's fucking insane, man. That's why I'm telling you, the, the day of age that we're fucking living in is fucking crazy. You know? Maybe people are right when they say that these days are the worst days that have ever been in the fucking planet of days, you know? Because if you could sit here in this country and get charged for fucking murder, for some text messages stating that you told this person to kill themselves, and they did it! Like, how the, how the fuck is that your fault? Oh, man. So... 
<sighs> I don't know. It just baffles me. I, I don't understand. It. it really bothers me. But, but yeah, she she got charged and you know she ended up getting convicted. I think it was uh, 15 months, and then she got. I think she had a. She was gonna get another 15 months of probation after that. For some, she didn't even fucking do right. So, I think uh, I think this happened in 2015, and then you fast forward now to now to 2018. And they said she still hasn't gone to jail. So I guess that's a good thing, right? So, um, yeah, I think they're going to... They're going to wait for the appeal. And then just kind of go from there. I just can't imagine some shit like that happening to me. Just because you tell somebody, yeah, fuck it, go do it. Go kill yourself. No, wait, no, no, sup, hey, Billy, get your ass back in that truck and finish what you started, mister, you know, like, (laughs) if you love me, you'll kill yourself, like, how crazy does that sound, oh, man, I don't know, man, I don't, I don't fucking know, that's, that's insane to me, you know, my roommate was saying that she thought, uh, she thought she got off life. She should have got a decade in jail. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, if that's the case, you know, lock me up and throw away the key. That's that's what would have happened. <clears throat> like, I should be in jail for fucking ever or prison or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm getting anxiety just thinking about it, you guys. <sighs> So yeah, that particular case, you know, just some kind of like I walked on, onto, right? And yeah, it just, it bothered the fuck out of me, man. Because, you know, like I said, I've done it. I've done it several times before. I can't imagine getting, getting fucking in trouble for it. You know, if they actually fucking, you know, went off and did it. I want to say that's one of those rare once in a million type of things. You know? He's like, oh shit, I just told him to kill themselves and they actually did it. Fuck my life. Am I going to jail for this? (laughs) Maybe? Oh man, fuck my life. So, I I guess the moral of the story is don't fucking text anything incriminating. You know? Like you, I don't know, man. Technology is one of those things. Like you can't, you can't get away with anything. Seems like there's fucking, literally cameras everywhere. The world is literally watching you. It's just, that's what's scary in my opinion, you know. Like if only I would have lived in the 50s. Nope. There's racism in the 50s. Like, you know what? I couldn't have lived in any other fucking time period. Like, people would have killed me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not white enough. And then I'm out in the sun? Forget about it. So, 
Yeah, I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have made it, you guys. All these white people around here. Would have killed me. I can't imagine, like, being black, you know, in the slavery days. Like, you want me to do what now? Nah, man. Like, I don't want to pick cotton. That shit hurts, bro. Like, I, have you guys ever touched cotton from the ground? Like, I got to you a few times. That shit fucking has thorns and shit in it. Like, it has something in it, and it does not feel good when you touch it. Like, I don't know how those black people were doing it. Like, my thing that I don't understand about slavery... You know, I, I know that a lot of people don't like talking about slavery. Because... I guess it's a touchy subject, and... <clears throat> Like, white people can't really talk about slavery. Because, um... They're the ones that fucking did it! <laughs> uh, like, trying to get... I mean, could you imagine just going around trying to get people to talk about slavery? That shit would be insane! Uh, excuse me, sir. Um... So, I'm doing a show, and... You know, I just had a couple questions about slavery. I mean, I, I cannot imagine the look that would be on this person. Like, they would be like, slave, slave, slavery? Nah, I'm good. No, no, not me. I'm not. Nah, nah, man. Can we talk about cakes or something? Nah, dude, we're talking about slavery, motherfucker. Like, you know what that is? Black people were slaves. You motherfuckers were telling them what to do. And look at you now. You can't tell them. You can't get them to do anything. Unless you're an uh, owner of the fucking a sports team, you know? That's not soccer. So. Or or hockey. Yeah. Soccer or hockey. Okay? If you're an owner of a sports team, that's not soccer or hockey. You can tell black people what to do. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah, these people would not. I don't think they would want to engage in a conversation about slavery like i don't think that would be going down so i happen to not be really white you know i mean i think i'm mixed with stuff but i mean i don't fucking know i wasn't i wasn't there you know you know what i'm saying like i wasn't there through the the process of being made and you know, when they were adding the chemicals to mix the baby, which was me. So, I, I don't fucking know, but I'm Mexican, right? Let's just go with that. Let's just go with I'm fucking Hispanic. And, you know, when I was growing up, <clears throat> you know, I, uh, I grew up in this racist white town, you know, and I didn't, I had some problems with the white folks. But the problems I had with them was it more like, I'm going to kick your ass. It was more like, hey, you know, you're you're wearing cheap stuff from, from Walmart or blah, blah, blah. Your shoes are ugly. That type of shit. It was more materialistic, you know, because they were rich and they had money and stuff. And I didn't really have any money. But I would, it was more like a mental fuck. Now, I did have problems with black folks, you know, when I was a kid. You know, when I say I had problems, I meant like they would talk shit to me and then they would want to fight, right? Like when I was growing up, any encounter I had with black people, 
was me chilling, minding my own business. They walking up to me, talking shit, then proceeding to want to fight. And that would happen all the time. You know what I'm saying? Now, having this have happened to me as a kid, dealing with racist white folks, and dealing with black people that always wanted to kick my ass for whatever reason, maybe I got one of those faces that are like, you know what? If I don't kick his ass, he might kick my ass. Or maybe it's just not lovable. Maybe I just don't have a lovable <laughs> a lovable face. So growing up in those in that type of environment, you know, with those dynamics going on, you know, in my life, I'm still not racist, you know? So what does it take to be fucking racist? You know, I speak about the slavery thing. You know, when I used to sit there and we would talk shit to each other, me and black people. You know, the one thing I could ever always go back to, you know, because you learned it in school. You know what I mean? I think we learned about slavery when we were little. I don't know about you guys, but we did anyways. I learned about that shit when I was a really eensy weensy little kid, you know? One thing I will always say to these black people, I'd be like, you know, I don't, I don't know how you're going to talk shit. Like your people were slaves. Mexicans were never slaves. <laughs> like we might've got fucking marked by the white people that came over or the Spaniards or whatever. I don't, I don't know, whatever, whatever it was, they came over to Mexico and did whatever they wanted. Took all the gold and burned the cities down. I mean, I don't know. But you know what? We weren't ever slaves, motherfuckers. And that's the same shit I say to Puerto Rican people. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but Puerto Ricans, for some reason, they hate the fuck out of Mexicans. And I never understood why. You know, I've actually, I've actually porked like a handful of Puerto Rican bitches. All in the name of Mexico. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> But, but yeah, um, I don't know what it is. And I think these people are annoying. And I want to say all of them are annoying. It's not even being racist. It's just, it's a common thing you see with them. They always have that little fucking Puerto Rican flag hanging from their fucking, their rear view mirror. You're like, what the fuck? It's always like a little bitty flag and they're so proud of it. And you know what I mean? like Puerto Rico or I don't know whatever they say and what's crazy to me is you know I've I've had these conversations with them where they're talking shit and the thing I've always gone gone back to was you know what your fucking country got fucking taken over by the U.S. so fuck whatever else you're about to say like you know what Mexico fucking sucks I don't claim it. I don't really care for it. But you know what? Those people might be this or that. But they never got taken over by the U.S. And white people go to Mexico all the time. Like, they go over there and they like it. I don't know why. Like, take me to Mexico. I fucking hate it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, the Puerto Ricans got... They got pwned, man, by... By the fucking... The Americans. So... That happened. That's why they're... 
That's why their their country is a U.S. territory, you know. <sighs> so that's that's what happens when you're when your country gets pwned by another country. They make you into a territory. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Talk all the shit you want. Puerto Rico. Your ass got fucking taken over, motherfuckers. So, yeah. Slavery, I don't understand it. Like, I understand the part where I guess the Africans were selling their own people to the Europeans and other countries and whatnot. But when it comes down to it, you know, I've, I've spoke on this before. Black people, more or less, a lot of them are like superhumans, you know? They're like another evolution as far as their physical abilities. I mean, they're, man, a lot of them are fast. They're strong. They're huge. Like, their genetic buildup is in such a way... That you could sit here and safely say that physically they're superior than like the other ethnicities or races, if you want to call them that, you know? I mean, that's why a lot of people are are black in sports. Like, why wouldn't you want a black person on your sports team? I've said this before all day, man. I'll, if I had a sports team, they'd probably all be black. Like, come on. Why Why would you pick any other color of the rainbow? Like, it doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? So, my thing is, though, like, my biggest question is, how do these white people trick these fucking black people into doing whatever they wanted to? You know what I'm saying? They're so big. Like, you know what? I think it was some of those plantations had like a hundred black people. And there would be like maybe ten people running ten white people running that shit. You telling me those hundred fucking black people, even if they were all getting shot, tell me they, they wouldn't eventually get to those ten people and like fuck them up. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't understand it. Like, if I was one of those those people, I would just have too many questions, and I would be like, nah, man, like, I don't want to do this. It's stupid, you know? Like, I want to I wanna go do what you guys are doing, chilling on the porch, drinking lemonade, eating fucking, I don't know, what, what, what do they eat? Omelets or something? Or fucking uh, collard greens? I don't know. I don't know what a collard green is, but, I mean, I'll fucking eat it. You know, just whatever the white people are doing on the porch, like, can can we just go do that? Like, this doesn't look like fun at all, man. Like, this is crazy. Like, nah, I'm good. You want me to do what? Pick cotton? Like, fuck out of here. Why don't you fucking pick it? Isn't there a machine for this? Like, can a machine do this? Like, why do I have to fucking do it? <clears throat> you know, and a lot of them owners were fucking the shit out of these black people. So... 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand how you convince a whole race of people to do whatever the hell you want them to do. And you bought them for like 10 bucks or whatever. Like, they weren't even that expensive. I think the slaves back in that time, I think, time period, I think they actually cost, the price of them was, was more than a vehicle, you know? I think that's what it was, if I'm not mistaken. So, I guess you could sit back and take a step back and look at the big picture. I think the world is a different place today than it was not that long ago. But there's still a lot of work to be done. So much work to be done. <laughs> I would say it's a lot, a lot of fucking work to be done still. Now let's kick this shit off. And that hobo is back on the mic. So coming to you a few days after recording the first segment. <laughs> I don't even remember what the, the last segment was about. It's been so long, right? So what's been going on? You know, today I... I ended up walking to the store just now because I was like, I need an energy drink to get going. So I went, I got a Venom. I got the mango flavored. Got a couple of them bitches. I got some other drinks and then, you know, kind of got your usual. Couple smokes, a box, and... I got Blue Bunny ice cream, right? I always gotta grab that shit. So good, you guys. So, this time I got, um, what was it? Some kind of cookie dough one. I don't know why, it just sounded really good. So, as I was walking to the store, when I first started walking, I was like, you know what? I need some fucking ice cream in my life. And then I was like, you know, they got a few different flavors, you know? Let's not grab the banana split one for the fifth fucking time in a row. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, come on, let's switch it up, right? Like, I'm talking to myself. And that's what I decided on. Because I remember reading that they have some Chunky Bunny one. Which I want to sit here and say... It might have chocolate in it, but I'm not really sure. I think they have a vanilla bean one. Obviously, the banana one. And the cookie dough one. I'm not sure if they got any others, but I can't remember. I'm still trying to wake up. But, uh, yeah, coming to you something like live on a fucking Thursday, no less. Afternoon, right? Told you guys I'd either drop this show on a Thursday or a Saturday. Today's the day, I think. Yeah, pretty much today, because that's the only other day uh, I got some time. So, what have I been doing? 
So I came back this, from the store. I've actually been working the past couple days. Started working at this restaurant as a... Uh, oh, they, they had me down as a prep cook. Prep food or what? I don't know. Whatever, whatever you want to call it. But uh, essentially, I pretty much do a lot of different shit, you know? I mean, I don't really like the job because um, most of the time I'm washing dishes, you know, and I fucking hate that. But sometimes you got to do stuff that you don't want to do because you need fucking money. And then there's a whole if you don't pay us and you don't do this other shit that you need to do probably gonna arrest you I'm like eh, I don't think I want that so you know I just took the job you know uh, if I don't get a ride I spend how many how many hours on the bus something ridiculous like over five right on <clears throat> like a round way trip you know Something ridiculous like five. And some of that time is spent waiting on the motherfucker to show up. You know what I mean? So that sucks. Now, everybody that knows me, they fucking know how much I hate being. I hate the job as far as like washing dishes. It's so nasty, you know? I mean, there's a lot of soap involved, but it's still nasty. You know, this particular job is, is interesting, though. Because I've never seen so many people work in one fucking place before. You know, I've worked in several kitchens before. Never seen this many people in the back. Essentially, on a slow day, you might have like 30 motherfuckers in the back. Which is a lot, I think. You know, and... um just going to throw that out there. Most of them are illegal. You know. Probably wouldn't come out and say it to your face. But. You know. I'm pretty sure like. I'm like 90% sure they're illegal. Most of those people. And I'm like the only. Fucking asshole there that speaks English. It's crazy. <clears throat> like that's so crazy to me. Like you hear all this Mexican music. Fucking. The blaring in the background. You know, and... Uh, I don't know. It's it's definitely different. I've never worked in a full kitchen. Like, where... It's all like... Like, I'm in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's, it's Mexico, but not really, you know? So... I don't know. It's just fucking different. I mean, some of them bitches up there are, are kind of hot, but at the same time, they're kind of annoying. Like, you know, I sit there and I'm washing, uh, you know, these pots and pans and whatnot. And there's a lot of them, you know, that that's probably an understatement just alone, right? And they're just coming up to me like every fucking five, ten minutes. And they're like, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And I'm like, really, bitch? Like, can't you see I'm fucking working? Like, I'm kind of busy. 
And you ain't in charge of nobody, so walk your little ass away, right? That's what I want to say, but... You know, I don't really feel like hearing it. I don't feel like causing any trouble. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like going to work and fucking going home, right? I'm not there to make friends or anything, you know? One of the crazy ones that happened was, uh, you know, this, this girl that happened to be almost as tall as I was, was asking me to reach like a pot that was like hanging, right? And I'm looking at her like, are you fucking serious? And I was like, just fucking get it for her. You know, that's what I was telling myself. I was just like, just do it, man. Like, I wish she'll leave you a fuck alone. You know, she ended up trying to talk to me the, like a couple hours later and I was like, Looking at her like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. And then I just look away and start, you know, just watching some more shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really not trying to, like, talk to anybody, you know? You know, and if you don't know this about me, like, I fucking hate working with women. You know, a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with, you know, I'm a guy and I like to fuck women right I just gotta throw it out there because it's it's 2018 that's what we got to do nowadays you can't just be like oh i like to fuck then people got all sorts of questions like you like chicks do you like chicks with dicks do you like dudes do you like kids do you like old people like it's like all this shit there's so many categories and most of them are just kind of fucked up right so yeah, I mean, I, I fucking hate working with women. I think it's, I think they're annoying, you know, and, you know, it's, it's different than working in, I would say kind of like an American business with, with like no Mexicans working there, you know, because, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of it. You know, it started with the equality movement, you know, like equality in the workplace, right? They get paid the same. They do the same shit. You know what I mean? Guys and girls, right? Well, not here. Um, most of them bitches are just kind of standing around, right? Just just kind of hanging out. Like, what kind of gossip stories do you have today? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't like that shit. And then they're like, oh, you have a dick? You're a guy? Can you help me? It's like, bitch, you get paid too? You fucking do it. Like, hold up. Let me go talk to the manager real quick. Hey, manager person, can I get paid more? Because every fucking 10 minutes, I got to be doing other people's jobs. Oh, I'm not. Okay, well, coming back to your fucking hoe ass question, woman. No, fuck off. Because I'm getting paid the same as you, and you want me to do extra work. Like, fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. You know, it just goes back to that old school me Mexican mentality. Like, that's the way them, them people are, you know? <clears throat> A lot of them have that machismo attitude, but... You know, they'll tend to you, right? If you ask them. But they'll also beat the fuck out of you. So there's that. You know? 
Yeah, I'm not like that, man. I don't hit women. And if I ain't fucking you, like, why the fuck am I going to tend to you? Why am I going to help you? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck am I getting out of this? Because I sure as hell don't want to be friends with you, you know? So, yeah, basically, like, when I go to work, I mean, that's it. I go to work. I ain't there to try to fucking pick up bitches or nothing like that. You know, I've I've been guilty of this before, you know, just, you know, flirting with females and stuff. But, you know, it's, there's that whole sexual harassment thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you need some money and you're sitting there flirting with people all the time and you don't know if you're going to get some kind of sexual harassment shit put on you. Because, I mean, let's be honest, folks. These days, that shit's just kind of thrown around. And who are they going to believe? They always believe the girl with the vagina. You know? The person with the vagina. Oh, you have a vagina? Alright. And the winner is the person with the vagina. If I go up with a girl and you're trying to figure out who done it, you know what I'm saying? Like, who's a... Who's guilty of this sexual harassment? Harassment. And the winner. The person with the vagina. You know? That's who won. The person with the vagina. <laughs> la persona con la vagina es la ganadora. So. Yeah, man crazy so yeah it's like uh it's like these bitches at work they want to ask you for help and ask you to get this shit for them do this for them just because you're a dude it's like no bitch ask somebody else like i'm not from mexico you're not gonna fucking trick me into fucking doing shit for you like you know what i'm saying like it don't work like that Like, I don't give a fuck about you. We ain't fucking. You know what I mean? Give me some pussy. Give me some... Give me some anal, right? Maybe... Maybe I'll help you out. But other than that, it's just like... Nah, man. Like, fuck out of here. Like, ain't nobody helping me. Like, why am I gonna help you? That's crazy. You know, there's this... uh, There's this chubby dude, man. I was talking to him about that. I was, you know, I was just telling him, I mean, keep in mind, everybody speaks Spanish there. Nobody knows English. <laughs> so I'm looking at this chop, this, this choppy, this chubby dude. You know, he's filleting some, some chicken brush, right? And, you know, I'm just looking at him. I'm like, man, I fucking hate working with women, you know? Like, they always... They're always fucking, you know, they're fucking annoying. You know, they're always bothering you. You know what I'm saying? So, he was like, yeah, I told the manager about it. You know, that they do this. Because it, it is ridiculous, you know? It's it's not like fucking every now and again they're coming up to you and they're like, ah, can you can you get grab that for me, please? No, it's all the fucking time. Like, probably six times in an hour. It's like, no, bitch, get out of here. You know, I just got to the point where I was just fucking ignoring them. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even got my fucking headphones in. So, you gotta be, 
You gotta be a fucking Academy Award winner to pull that shit off. It's like, I could clearly hear you, but I'm not looking at you. I'm not looking at you, so if I'm not looking at you, you could be talking to anybody. Right? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I was just telling him, man. I was like, man, it's just ridiculous, you know? Like, we, we both fucking get paid. You know, everybody preaches equality in the workplace. You know, and he, he was like, yeah, <clears throat> you know, I went to go tell the manager and they just didn't care. You know, they were just kind of looking at him like, all right, get back to work. You know, I hear what you're saying, but, uh, oh, it's time for you to get back to work. You know, so yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. You know, the, another thing that's crazy you know, I just I just wanted to talk about this experience that I've I've had working at this place because I don't think a lot of people have ever seen this side, you know, of <clears throat> of America, you know. You know, I wouldn't even be talking about it, I would just mention it for like a couple minutes and shut up and moved on to something else. But you know, this is just something interesting, you know. There's basically a bunch of legal people working there. None of them speak English. You know, even one of the managers doesn't know a fucking lick of English. Like, how does that happen? Like, it, wouldn't you think that'd be part of your job? Like, if I got a, if I got a job in Japan, you know, somewhere over there, and it just happened to be like a manager spot, like that was crazy. A manager. I don't even know how I said that word, but it sounded crazy when it came out just now. <laughs> but yeah, it just happened to be a manager position and in a restaurant. Let's say a restaurant, right? Because we're talking about restaurants. And I don't know any fucking Japanese. You know what I mean? What you think there'll be a problem with that? That's crazy. Like, I'm just going to be there and they're just going to be talking to me and they'll be like, yeah, I don't know what you're saying. You know, do you know English? You know Spanish? Because I know a little bit of that, so. No, you don't know any of those. Okay, I don't, I don't know. Maybe write it down and I could try to fucking type it in real quick in my Google Translator. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy, man. So. Yeah. You know, there's just more to talk about. You know, uh, a few times I've gotten asked to do these, these, um, what would you call that? Miscellaneous tasks, you know, like, uh, what, the other day, <clears throat> the, one of the fridges outside where they keep the oysters, um, like you, like one of the wheels broke, right? And the guy called me to help this guy out to, you know, whatever he's doing. So I'm just kind of looking at him like, okay, what do you need help with, right? And I had to empty out like 100 pounds to probably 300 pounds worth of oysters. And we like tilted the fucking fridge over and he was, he was kind of looking at it and then he fucking... He decided he needed to grind the fucking the, the wheels off, right? Just basically cut them off. And then 
we we ended up putting this fridge looking thing on top of this little cart with wheels on it so instead of like replacing the wheels they just kind of stuck it on the cart They're like ta-da <laughs> I don't know, man. I was looking at it. I was like, yeah, it's pretty masculine. Like, I can see how you came up with that. I mean, I don't know. With me, I just kind of feel like I would have been like... It kind of seems like it would be easier just kind of replace the wheels. You know what I'm saying? But you made this... You, you fucking welded this little cart together. And then you fucking... You know... You decided to weld it together and put some wheels on it. That sounds like a lot more work than just fucking screwing some more wheels in there, in my opinion. But what do I know, right? Like, so <clears throat> this took about an hour. You know, on other occasions, you know, I've had to, I've had to help unload trucks. You know, a lot of time it seemed like I was doing all the work, and they were just kind of looking at me. Which you know what? I don't really mind to be completely honest. Like, it doesn't really bother me. You know, because, I mean, I am a lot bigger than him. I am trying to, like, lose some weight and stuff. And, like, I don't know. At the end of the day, I don't really mind doing physical work, you know? Like, it's, uh... It's kind of, like, fun and exhausting at the same time. You know, like, uh, we, we were unloading these these fish boxes... I've never seen anybody do this before, you know? Usually there's a pallet involved. And there's some boxes stacked on top of it. You kind of get a jack. You pull the pallet out. And you put it where it needs to go, right? Nope, not here. No, over here. What you do is you put a dude in the truck. He grabs a box. He, he flings it to you. A good... What, 30, 40 feet? You catch it. And then you fling it to another person. Which put, which kind of like sets it on the dolly, right? Like the little hand truck. So you, he starts to stack. And then, you know, when the stack gets high, you know, you, you wheel it wherever you want it, right? Man, I got so many bruises on my fucking arms. Like it's crazy. I mean, it was kind of fun. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I mean, it was kind of fun. I was like, yeah, we're playing catch. Oh, shit. Fucking box hurt, you know? Unloading shrimp. Like, I don't know, man. <sighs> you know what? Talking to these fellas, you know, a lot of them were singing, sending money back home. I mean, how much are they actually sending? You know, because I don't know if you know this, but a peso, actually 20 pesos, which is Mexican currency, it equals $1, right? So the exchange rate is ridiculous. I mean, if I'm like somebody working here, you know, and I'm sending money back home. I mean, let's let's just take into account. Let's just say we're we're sending $100 back. That's that's a lot of pesos. Isn't that like two two thousand pesos or some shit? Like I don't know. Kind of seems like a lot, you know. I mean, what if you're sending a thousand dollars? Like goddamn, man. Fucking, where was that Mexico? Fucking be partying, you know. 
And you know, I talked to this midget guy. This guy literally, he looks like a dwarf to me, you know? It's like a strange name too. It starts with an M. I don't even remember his name. But But yeah, this this little fucker <clears throat> told me he works over 140 hours in two weeks. So essentially you're talking about 80 hours regular in those two weeks. And then like another 60, 65 hours of overtime. That's a lot of fucking money. Like for an illegal Mexican, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the dude fucking sleeps there. <clears throat> he gets there at like 7 in the morning. He doesn't leave till like 10, 11. Then he tells me he goes home and he drinks some beer. He goes to sleep and he does it again the next day. I'm like, you fucking serious? There's nothing else besides work you'd rather be doing in your fucking life, right? Nothing at all, really? That's crazy to me. Like, I can think of so many other things other than fucking working that I'd rather be doing. Like, I was telling another guy this. I was like, I was asking him, I was like, um, how many hours do you work here? He's like, 12, 13. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, that's fucking crazy. So, I tell you this before I tell you another thing, but this guy, he says he has nothing to do, right? He says that if he wasn't at work, he'd be fucking bored. He wouldn't know what to do with himself. You know, essentially, he's like the same as the other guy about, you know, they, they say that they send this money, you know, back to families or, or whatnot. <clears throat> and I told him, I, I looked at him in the face and I said, there's so much other stuff you could be doing. Like, I can name, like, ten things right now. You know, like, there's fucking, uh... What is that place called? Topgolf? That shit's fucking fun. I don't know if you guys have gone, but... Oh, my gosh. It is fucking fun. So much fun whacking them balls around, right? <laughs> uh... You can go to the movies... You can pick up bitches. You can fuck bitches in the ass, in the pussy, in the mouth, you know? You could go fishing if you wanted to. You can record a podcast. You can play video games. You can shoot your uh your ex's husband. You can build a car. <clears throat> you can go skydiving. I mean, it's just... The possibilities are endless, right? There's so much shit you could be... Ra you could rather be doing than fucking working. <clears throat> so... So, yeah, all these people in that fucking place... They all work like 12, 13 hours a day. And I don't fucking understand how they pay them. <clears throat> like... All of them. And that's, a, that's a lot of fucking people working there. You know what I mean? And yeah, they don't want to... They don't want to let you go home. 
You know, this is after they said that they cut hours. You know? Like, how are you going to tell people that you're cutting hours, but you're still hiring? Like, what the fuck? That makes no sense. That is so crazy. So. So, yeah. Fucking. <clears throat> they want you to work all these whole ass hours. And I didn't know that, you know, when I started. I was just kind of like, yeah, you know, fuck yeah, I'll work like eight hours, whatever. I'll work six, and I'll go home, right? Nope. They want you to work a lot. You know, like last night, they wanted me to stay. You know, and I had told them, I was like, I ride the fucking bus. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking ride, like, pass by all night. You know what I'm saying? You know, some of the buses don't run that, like, late at all. So, uh, <clears throat> the guy's all, I'm, I'm all trying to leave, and then the guy's trying to get me to stay. And then he sends my friend to come talk to me. And she's all trying to get me to stay. She's all, you know, tell me I should stay, and, you know, she'll give me a ride home, and, you know, she'll fuck me good, and I'm like, yeah. That sounds really fun, but nah, I don't want to stay. You know what I mean? Like, nah, man, I hate working. You know, and it's not even like you get to be up in that motherfucker comfortable. They want you to wear some black jeans, a black polo shirt, you know, some slip-resistant shoes. It's like, why can't I just wear shorts and some tennis shoes, you know? You know what I mean? Like, this isn't comfortable at all. And you want me to work how many hours? Like, nah, man, I'm good. So, <clears throat> you know, she's all trying to convince me. And, you know, that, that fucking hoe-ass manager wouldn't even fucking talk to me. You know, because he, he told me when I'd ask, he said he was going to go speak to somebody about something. And then he'd come back. Bitch-ass motherfucker never, never came back. You know, what What irritated me is, like, talk to me like a fucking man, you know? <clears throat> you know, at least I have the balls to do that. You're going to send the girl to fucking do your work? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's some hoe-ass shit, man. I don't know. I just kind of felt like beating the fuck out of that guy. You know what I mean? He wouldn't let me go. I don't have a set, <clears throat> you know, amount of hours. It's not like they were like, yeah, you have to stay till this time. And I'm sitting there fucking being a little bitch about it. Nah, I mean, that wasn't the case. You know, and uh, he was sitting there telling her that there wasn't anybody, you know, to, to work in the back. <clears throat> you know, and I'm looking at everybody in the back and I'm like, these motherfuckers ain't doing nothing, you know? And they were even telling me, they were like, yeah, there's like nothing to do. And I'm like, I'm looking at him. And then I'm thinking about what this fucking motherfucker's saying. That he needs a lot of help. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Am I the fucking Twilight Zone? Am I getting punked right now? You know? So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I lost, I lost all respect for him at that point, you know? Because when I meet people... You know, for the most part, you know, everybody gets a fair shake, you know? 
Unless I, I don't know, I just don't like you for some reason. But, but yeah, man, like, you act like a bitch, you're going to get treated like a bitch, you know? You know, when I did interact with him, you know, I, I kind of got, kind of got a sense of, this dude is gay. You know what I mean? Like, this dude takes it in the booty. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, he's gay. Maybe that's why he acts like that. I don't fucking know, but I can't respect people like that, man. Like, if you can't talk to somebody like a man, like, fuck out of here. <sighs> so, yeah, this place is crazy, though. I'll probably, probably stay working there till my probation's over, you know? Then I can finally get a, uh, my license back, get a car, and get my life back in order, you know? Because I don't want to live like a, a legal Mexican. That's crazy. It's not for me. You know what I'm saying? I want to go back to being an American, you know? Like, who says that, you know? <laughs> Is that even a thing? That's crazy, man. So, what else is there to talk about? Fuck it, you know what? This is a good time for a break. So, if you're listening on the Anchor app, back to the music. Everybody knows what that sound means. It's the end of the show. Don't cry about it. <laughs> Alright, so... I am postponing the book club indefinitely. Because I don't know when I'm going to have time to read it. Honestly. You know, there's a lot of shit going on. And uh, I'm just like, ugh. You know? So, I think it's been a great show. It's been pretty long, talking about different stuff. I think it's been interesting, you know, to say the least. It's a great Thursday afternoon. Almost here is the weekend. And then you got, you got fucking Monday again. It's like, ugh. So... I don't know what's going to happen, you know, the rest of the week or the week after, but hopefully it's memorable, right? That's all you can really hope for, wish. (laughs) Kind of, uh, kind of exhausted, a little bit tired. So gonna be a great next week episode i don't know what's it about but i'm looking forward to it it's the best time of my week 
course, it's that hobo with his Southern Twain show. Now, I'm that motherfucker with the million dollar voice. I'm out, bitches. <laughs>